morning, people of God. I'm Pastor Feminus Kendra of the Seed That Grows International Ministry, bringing you the word of God with freshness and power. Good morning. I trust you had a wonderful night rest. Uh, I had mine. I had mine. I spent some quality time studying, praying, and also resting, sleeping. I had fun in the night, and I hope you did. You, you, you had the same. This morning, we'll be taking um, a study this morning from the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, um, from verse 9. I, I, I started a series yesterday of how God sees you. The way you feel God sees you will determine how your relationship with God will flourish. The way you think about God, the perception you've built about how God sees you will tell how far, how well you will relate with Him. How well you, you, you will think he's dependable, he's trustable, he can be related with. Your relationship is going to reveal a lot of things. The knowledge of your relationship with him will reveal a lot of things. You are able in your relationship with God, you are able to test your limits. You are able to understand from him things that, um, that things even past what scripture says. Personal dealings with him personal dealings personal experiences things that he does not oppose um, on, on, on the general public you have a personal relationship with God he transmits this knowledge to you and he makes you see things the way he wants you to see things in a unique way in an exclusive manner um, like no other person would see it it's a personal relationship with God it exposes you to the revelation of how God sees you and you find your identity in God but that, that that's that's a, that's 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 yesterday today we'll be taking um, from ephesians chapter 3 the same con- the continuation from um, where we stopped but but my, my emphasis today is going to be on how important you are in god's plan i'm going to be reading from ephesians chapter 3 from verse um, verse 9 it said let's start from verse 8 he said unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given to me that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God, who created all things by Christ Jesus? Verse 10 says, To the intent now, to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom according to the eternal purpose which he proposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access <laughs> with confidence by faith in him. <laughs> in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith in him. Therefore I desire that he faint not at my tribulation, which is your glory. Therefore this cause I bow my knees to the Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom the whole family of the heaven and the earth is named. Uh, let, let me start the study from here. Let me start the study from here. I want you to listen very carefully. There was a clash in the heavens in the beginning. There's a clash between. Um, there's a clash um, because of a question. A clash between um, the sons of God and also the sons of God on earth here. As to the purpose of man, you will find such a scripture in the book of Psalms where um, there was a marvel in earth, on, 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 on in the heavens, where scripture was said, um, said, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou would visit him. 
that scripture for years kept a little a little gap in my mind i kept wondering what really is in man what really is in man what what really is in man that god would choose to visit man and i i understood it from scripture where i was made to understand that god has an eternal purpose god wanted to make a family he wanted to replicate himself and in order to replicate himself he created a sphere so that he could create a people a people to which will be empowered but when we were created when adam was created they didn't see anything with man because adam was a man they didn't see anything in adam that was worthy of visitation they didn't see any peculiarity in adam they didn't see anything that was worthy of notion in adam so it was it was it was surprising no wonder that scripture came it said what is in man that are mindful of man the son of man that you would visit him god kept visiting man he kept visiting man people were they, they were they were wondering at that time why was he visiting man because there was nothing peculiar about man i will show you what became peculiar about man because the intention of god was not adam the intention of god was a new creation the intention of god was that he was going to come and tabernacle in man and for him to tabernacle in his person he had to make certain processes in order to make that vessel uh, a proper fit to accommodate him and that was how the story of redemption began God started to make um, um, shadows make touches references things that would be pointers to, 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 to him coming back into man and feeling man and making man a superior creation so God did this through redemption he brought himself put himself into us through the spirit of Christ Jesus came on the cross of Calvary died for our sins died for and because he wanted to establish righteousness because God needed a holy vessel a consecrated vessel a vessel that could remain eternally clean so he he, he did righteousness by sending his own son in Romans 8 in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh after he did all that true redemption he sanctified the vessel so that he can tabernacle in that vessel so having sanctified the vessel so he can he can tabernacle in the vessel what does he do he he he, he dies on the cross he resurrects he makes the vessel eternal by giving the vessel an endless life that is the zoe of god that you now possess is a life not just a life unto eternity is a life unto eternity a quality life unto eternity the nature of that life is is, is still research unexhaustible knowledge we are still deriving from that life the life cannot be defiled the life cannot it cannot it cannot stop and you continue no the life continues it lives on to eternity the quality of the life is the very quality of the nature of god's spirit is within that life and that life is energized that life is sponsored that life is activated that life is sustained sustained by the spirit of god so god factored all of these things into redemption so that we can gain so that he can gain full tabernacle within us so the moment god came into man man became a new creature man became a different species species that has never existed before in god man became transformed and immediately man became transformed the whole of creation were made to see the reason why he was so mindful about man and the reason why he chose to visit man if you see the scripture that we are reading today it says that to the intent in verse 10 as um, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 it says to the intent and now unto the principalities and powers in the heavenly place might be made known to the church the manifold wisdom of god so now you now see a, a circle change a change to which um, 
all of these beings, the principalities and power, all of them they were sustained by the they are sustained and they are still sustained by the revelation of the knowledge of God in the heavens. Now God comes to tabernacle in us. And now something has changed. He changed the figure of authority because now the heavens of the heavens now is present within us because God has come to tabernacle with us. So what does God do? God now comes to tabernacle in us. And now in so doing, has now made man a source of authority to the whole of creation. So man is now the source of the divulge of the manifold wisdom of God, the unsearchable riches of God, the unsearchable riches of Christ, the wisdom of God that cannot be comprehended by creation. Now God expects that that manifold wisdom will be made known, will be revealed by the church. Hallelujah. I, I hope you got that. So now man has now become the center of the divulge or, or of the spread of the of the revelation of the fullness of god so you see something that is very powerful you are not deficient in anything you are not deficient in glory you are not deficient in power you are not deficient in wisdom you are not deficient in understanding you are not deficient in victory because heaven now is in you god has come to tabernacle in you god's fullness not half of god not part of god the fullness of God now dwells in you. He said, and if that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he said it will give life to your mortal body. It will give life to your finances, life to your body, life to your business, life to your education, life to everything you are touching. Everything you are touching starts to produce life because of the effect of the spirit of God that dwells in you. You have now become the center of the whole of creation. Just imagine how God was the center of creation and every being was always going to heaven to transact with God. Now God dwells in you. God dwells in you. You are now the center of, of attention in the whole of all creation. You have become the center of attention in the whole of all creation because now God dwells in you. Are you seeing how important you are? Are you seeing why you cannot live a life of, 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 of normalcy? You are beyond the normal because the Godhead dwells in you. You cannot be ordinary because the Godhead do everything you touch would prosper because the Godhead dwells in you. Everything you do will flourish because something has changed with you. Man has been exalted. You are now the new creation. Everything is to your advantage. Everything works to your favor. Everything works for you. All things work together for the good of them that love God. Why? To them that are called according to his purpose. What is the purpose of God? That man will be redeemed. A man will be brought to a place of what? Of oneness with him. To, to be brought to the place of, of, of the God class. You have been redeemed, you have been brought to the place of the God class. Your life will never remain the same again. That life where um, you were always tormented by demons, you were always frustrated in your marriages, you were always frustrated in your finance. That series is over because the God life resides in you. Because of the nature of the God life, you now live a victorious life. Because of the nature of the God life, you are transformed. As God was in Christ reconciling men to himself. So now God is in you. Christ is in you. Reconciling the world to himself. Do you get that? Now Christ is in you. Changing things. So from you now. Since you are now the center of the whole of creation. Because God dwells in you. So now as Christ now dwells in you. You are supposed to be a representative of Christ. People are supposed to see you and see God. And the only way people will see you and see God. Is if you allow God to, to flow. 
the, the fragrance of God to flow from within you. So when you do that, you become an agent of transformation. You become the God they cannot see. You become the God they cannot see. Let me show you something that would shock you. Um, turn your Bible to the book of Isaiah chapter 58. You become the God they cannot see. You become, you become the God they cannot feel. You become the God they, they could not relate with. You become the visible God they can talk to. You become, you become the God representative. Isaiah chapter 58. He um, said um, from um, Rabako Sebrahan Amaika. He says, let's, let's start from, um, from verse 4. He said, Behold, ye fast for strife and debate, to smite with the feast of wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do this day, to make your voice heard on high. He said, is, is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head in blurish and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Would thou call this a fast, an acceptable, an acceptable day unto the Lord? He said, is it not the fast that I have chosen? Listening to the way God, God, God sees what you ought to do when you fast. He said, he said, to lose the bounds of wickedness, to undo the heaven burdens and to let the oppressed go free, that ye break every yoke. He said, is it not to deal thy bread with the hungry, that thou bring the poor that are cast out of the house? And when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and when thou hide, and, and that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh. Do you understand that scripture? See where God got the kind of fast that God dictates for us to have. He said that we clothe the naked, we feed the hungry. Do you see every the, the, the context there? It's not, it's not that, okay, because we, we are fasting and we, should, we, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are left without food or we, we hurt the food for God said you should deal your bread with the hungry. You're doing things that God would have done if he was in the flesh. God said something in scripture. He said, 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 said I was naked and ye did not clothe me. He said, I was hungry, you gave me no food. How do you feed God? How do you clothe God? He said, you did not do it to this one of your brethren. So you have not done it to me. So God sees your relationship with your, with your brethren, with your circle, as a relationship unto him. The way you would treat God is the way you should treat your brother. The way you would treat God is the way you should treat your friend. The way you would treat God is the way you treat your, your, your spouses. If you treat people this way, you will not have problem. All this quarrel and all the strife in relationships will not occur. You will not, you will not leave people with people in strife and all this competition. The seed of the enemy will not prevail over your relationships. If you see people as though you are relating with them and God, it will bring a sense of humility to you, a sense of responsibility, a sense of accountability. You will take people seriously. You, you will not want to offend people because you are careful that you will you hurt them you'll be careful with your relationship with people i want you to 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 to, to take this into into knowledge take this into knowledge think about these things today as you study god's word don't forget you are the center of creation that's how god sees you that's the way god sees you god sees you as a carrier of christ god sees you as the center of the divulge of the knowledge of his of his son jesus christ don't see yourself less than what god sees you don't see yourself less of what God has made you. It is not humility to think yourself lower than what God has, has made you. It is not humility. It is foolishness. It is depth. It is the depth of ignorance to look at yourself lower of what God has made you. In fact, it's a dishonor to the gift of the king for you to see his gift as being, as being, as, as for you to trivialize his gifts. So if God has given you a gift of redemption and has placed his spirit within you and, and has made you a son in the kingdom, has placed you in the 
throwing point of authority and responsibility in God? Why not you take seriously the position God has put into you? If God has told you he has made you the righteousness of God in, in Christ Jesus and has given you this free gift of righteousness, don't reject the gift. A rejection of his gift is a dishonor to the king. Take seriously what God has given to you. Take them seriously. Confess those words and confessing it does not make you less than it. Because what you are is you. It's your identity in God. So just keep on saying it so that you can, you can beat it into your mind. You are not less. You are not less. You are the fullness of God upon the, the, upon the face of the earth. You are the manifestation of his power. The fullness of, of the God that dwells in you. You are nothing less of God. You are the fullness of God. Represent God on earth. Be the God they cannot see. Be the God they cannot touch. Be the God they cannot speak to. Represent God adequately. God bless you so much as you do this in the name of Jesus. He causes his face to shine upon you. He gives you his peace. Transforms your life like never before empowers you energizes you for destiny changes changes every situation around you as you come to the fullness of the knowledge of the godhead god bless you god transform you today think about all these things think about all these things change your environment god bless you in jesus name wherever you get this message share you can put it on your whatsapp status for other people to be able to really listen you could drop a comment on anchor on spotify uh, the messages are all out there god bless you god enrich you with greatness in the name of jesus don't forget come to the fullness of the knowledge of your identity in god your life will never 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 be the same again god bless you have a blessed day